0: We are on a mission. A mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy.
1: On the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast, you'll get actionable business advice.
0: Hear stories from industry leaders. And share a laugh or two with us.
1: Fuel your passion for pharmacy.
0: One conversation at a time. Four. Three. Two. One. Ignition. Welcome to the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Key, president of PioneerX. And today, I'm here with Marsha.
1: Hi, I'm Marsha Bivens, director of marketing for PioneerX. Today, we're here with Chris Selevich, who is the VP of sales for FlavorRx.
0: All right. So for those out there in the world who don't know much about you, give us just a few minutes about your background, how you got where you are today.
2: Um, yeah. So I'm Chris Selevich with FlavorRx. It's, uh, it's been about 20 years in this journey. Wow. Um was fortunate uh, out of college. I was doing some IT and telecom recruiting in the DC area. And uh, the, the rise and fall of the dot-coms, I got to see from both ends right after graduating. So oh, wow. um, after the the kind of dot-com bust, um, it was a real grind, just trying to find startup companies that were still hiring in 2001 and two And um, that certainly ingrained a work ethic to, to hustle and think outside of the box and to look for new business. So, you were a recruiter. And
0: you were recruiting. I was.
2: Okay, go ahead. Really? Okay. Yep. And um, happened to stumble into one of my uh, clients' bu- uh, office buildings and it smelled like bubblegum. And so I was like, what the heck is going on here? Okay. So, after I had my, my normal work appointment, started searching around. I saw this Flavor X name on the, the wall and I peeked my head and I was like, what are you guys doing? It smells like bubblegum in here. And they said, we're, we just started this company and here's here's what we're doing. We're trying to help kids take their medications. And I was like, that's something I could get behind. And nice. so, uh, yeah, it was just kind of a great timing and opportunity where um, they were looking for this doctor detailing and, and customer service team to go travel the entire country and and start planting seeds and spreading the word about how we could help improve adherence. And so over the next five to 10 years, I literally lived out of a suitcase going from state to state and uh, hit about 48 states, visiting Mm -hmm. every pediatrician, uh, ENT, allergy and asthma, anyone that was seeing kids. And uh, we'd bring samples of prednisolone and Cleosin that are flavored and unflavored and said, you know, Hey, do you, do you guys realize what you're prescribing for kids? And how many calls do you get where they're having difficulty taking it? And here's what happens if you add our flavoring agents. So it was a, so that was a prescriber
0: side. Did y'all still push the prescriber side? You know, it's, become, especially right now, it's
2: become extremely difficult to get into those doctor's offices. And and it's also very costly because we weren't hiring Mm -hmm. a group all over the country. We had at at its peak about 12 to 15 folks that were all based in uh, Bethesda, Maryland. We would hop on the Southwest flight out of BWI and it would just, every Monday we'd fly to a different state. And then every Friday night we'd fly home and you, you do your laundry and you talk Monday morning in the office about what you liked and disliked and what you learned. Wow. And then Monday evening, you fly back out to the next state. So it was, um, it was a very high growth, a uh, lot of excitement. I mean, we, we had, you know, less than a thousand customers at that point when I stumbled in there and it was primarily independent pharmacies that they were um, delivering to at that time. Mm-hmm. And the demand just kind of dictated, you know, opening this up everywhere and independents are still by far our best pound for pound customer but um you know the chains eventually got into the to offering the service as well
1: a little late so. in my opinion
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right so well, tell that, us about your your personal life
1: so i know, we, you, have we boys. know you have
0: some boys yeah we know you had a and little soccer I saw player the, uh,
1: the curvet like beckham challenge
2: <laughs> yeah that that one did not end well for me <laughs> but so tell us about that uh, to, yeah, married uh, for oh god, 15 years now, and uh, two boys that are uh, one's 10, one's 13, and both playing at pretty high levels of soccer. So they've they've out uh, outrun my coaching ability. So now they're um, they're both playing on teams traveling all over the country. And unfortunately, because of COVID, we, we've had a few international trips that have been canceled. We were supposed oh, wow. to go to England. We we're supposed to go to Scotland wow. um, this April. We're supposed to go to Barcelona. So. Um, God, I'm crossing my fingers that, April 2022,
0: uh, we, you're supposed to go to Barcelona. Oh, that'd huh? be amazing. Maybe that'll be good by then.
1: So what, are, what's their favorite flavor?
2: Um, I think it varies from time to time, but strawberry seems to be the go-to for both of the boys. Um, and so, uh, a funny story with my own kids and experience, my, my youngest hit when he was really little had a, a staph infection that required Cleosin. And that's mm-hmm. one of the worst tasting and smelling drugs, period. And uh, the first couple of days we couldn't get it down. And, and my wife's looking at me like, dude, this is your job. Like, yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> this so is that, your the, fault. This
0: is your job. Figure it out.
2: Right. So we, we, we eventually did took a couple of days and some, some bribing, but um, you know, the flavoring certainly helped. And that's where we figured out some of the other strategies with um, short-term rewards and incentives for completing a, a medication regimen. So
1: yeah, so my funny story is um, I had just started working at Pioneer. Mackie was three at the time, and she got the flu and, of course, gave it to me. And so um, giving her her Tamiflu, did her Did you need liqu-
0: strawberry or did well, you need?
1: Again, I'm just getting started in the okay. industry. This is before Pioneer, and I'm having to give this three-year-old liquid Tamiflu. And we're both, like, laid up on the couch, sick coughing and anytime i doze off i did i figured this out she would go to the fridge and get her liquid tamiflu and throw it in the trash (laughs) (laughs) because i would go to throw something i was like why is our medication in the trash and then i'd put it back in the fridge and then i caught her going to the fridge (laughs) opening it up getting the tamiflu and three three
0: and
1: you know what that that
2: that I don't know that anyone's done a study starting at that and what the impacts are later in life. But, you know, so often medication adherence is a, a, an issue that everyone faces. But I think some of those behaviors are learned at a very early age in an acute mm-hmm. medication. And yeah. so, you know, we, we learn to treat symptoms. And once the the runny nose and the sore throat go away, you know. Some parents, if they're struggling to administer the medicine, might not give those last couple of doses, and it's important to retrain yeah. everyone. So, when to, are we
1: going to start like flavoring capsules and tablets? Because well, can, I can't take, I hate taking pills.
0: Can you flavor Tamiflu where they can actually take it? Yeah. It was actually a great story for us that Tamiflu was not flavored. And, and so, my kids probably, I don't know, maybe six.
1: You said they got nine, it once, and then after that, they man, always yeah, got their flu the, shot.
0: Both kids got flu one year when they were young and i i don't remember how young but they were young and they had to do the liquid tamil flu and they hated it and we mixed it with stuff and, and that kind of stuff after that every year when it was time for a flu shot they were sign me up give it to me i mean really they remembered that so bad that they never complained about another shot in their life getting a shot they did never want to take it's liquid just tamiflu another flu wonderful again.
1: testimony to flea and what you do for kids well, and, and, you know, we had
2: the press re- – well, we have a press release ready for every – at the beginning of every flu season. Last year, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, with between lockdowns and masks and remote learning, there was no Tamiflu dispensed. I yeah. mean, zero. Yeah. And so we started kind of throwing out theories of what was it going to look like at the other end of when when the world gets back to whatever normal is. And what you – hopefully you haven't seen, but what's happening – There was a June, July, August crazy cough and cold season, and so
0: yeah, I got a cold this summer.
2: Yeah, and it's miserable. I mean, the only thing worse than a cold in the winter is a cold in the summer. And Mm -hmm. so, um, but we're starting to see even Tamiflu uh, being dispensed again, and so we're getting ready to let the world know and remind them that you know, yes, this can and should be flavored because it's brutal tasting.
0: Do you know what percentage of our pharmacies use um, FlavorX? We have about 3,000 or 3,500 active independents.
2: And when I say that, they're using either our equipment, our dispensing automation, like what's behind me, or they're using our formulary to look up recipes. There's probably another to 4,000 pharmacies that have our flavors and you know, whether they're compounding or just whether they're just kind of flavoring a couple one-offs here and there, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to tell. So officially we'll say that there's about 3,500 independent pharmacies that, um, are actively flavoring using our system.
1: I know Bigelow has it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Were they using it? Did they have that equipment right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: We, yeah. We, uh, we are trying to get that featured cause they're, uh, it's kind of with Bigelow, they have the history and the nostalgia of mm-hmm. you know hundreds of years of experience. And this is kind of a nice way to say, yeah, we have all that, but we're also modern. And right. you know, we've got this this new automation and we've adapted with the times because pharmacists have been, you know, putting flavoring into medications and you know, using syrups and things like that for years. But we were the first to kind of put together this system and really help customers to to market that as a differentiator, so, right. bringing it to the masses.
0: So that's one way. So your business has been down because of the pandemic, because people weren't getting Tamiflu.
1: Because kids aren't getting sick because they were locked down.
0: And I was getting, that was one of my questions
2: for you guys about, you know, what has forced you to come up with any new ideas or innovate? I mean, this last year for us has been such an innovative year because of necessity. I mean, we weren't selling our flavorings, which is our bread and butter. Right. Um, and what we noticed was while kids weren't getting sick, Guess what? There were 12 million cats and dogs that were adopted, and we have a veterinary line of flavorings, and so oh, okay. that became a big focus for us. And um, we we came out with these little pet masks, which are pretty cute. So that's been uh, <laughs> that's been very popular, both with vet clinics as well as independent pharmacies that are getting into the you know the pet prescribing space.
1: Okay, so, so. the pet flavors is this like salmon and chicken, <laughs> yes, beef bouillon. <laughs>
2: Yeah, peanut butter. Uh, there's red Angus beef and crispy bacon's probably one of our more popular flavors. So. Okay. I mean, I'm a big April Fools' fan and like to do you know pranks and things like that. So we thought it would be funny one year to put out a press release about bacon flavored Amoxicillin, and that backfired. Oh no. no- I mean, we had so many requests of, you know, where's the recipe for the bacon amoxicillin? And we're like, oh, you got to be kidding. <laughs> it was April <laughs> <So, yeah.
1: laughs> Well, so. yeah, I mean, you've seen the the little, it was a video going around a long time on YouTube, and it was this little kid, it was the first, it was probably year old or 18 months old. And it's this kid's first time trying bacon and he takes a bite of it. And then he closes his eyes and he goes, mm, bacon. And then it's just bacon he just starts screaming bacon and i was like yeah kids love bacon
0: adults love bacon
1: adults love bacon it's not good for us <laughs> i love bacon
0: you find somebody who doesn't like bacon they may not eat it because they're vegetarian but if they actually don't like bacon you gotta tw- question their morals
1: so um trade show season is kicking back up are you going to be an ncpa
2: I, you know, it, it's just as it started kicking back up. We're, I mean, I, know. I don't know what you guys have seen. I, I had three shows canceled just this week. Really? So, what, what canceled uh, this week? Yeah, uh, some of the regional um, retailers um, that that we typically will will go out and, and attend um, were both canceled just this week. Uh-huh. And so I, I'm hopeful that the NCPA show continues. It's, I think it's in Charlotte, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, um, Kevin Etter, one of our reps that, uh, is an independent account director, um, is based right there in Charlotte. So fingers crossed. I mean, you know, we, we love interacting. It's one of my favorite parts of the job and um, I miss it Yep.
1: in your fun shoes, your super, super fun shoes. You auctioned them off one year. You, it was a giveaway.
2: Yeah, so uh, that was just taking advantage of some friends at Under Armour that uh, you know gave us access to this customization program, but the story fits so well where we're talking about customizing the taste of medication, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, we were raffling off at, at trade shows the chance to customize your own Under Armour shoes, and so uh, I, I wrapped our booth uh, on the shoe, and I still have them, um, but I think that program at Under Armour is currently on pause, but hopefully that comes back soon.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully, some states the shows will still have. You know, we've got uh, we're going to Smith Drug next week. Next week in uh, South Carolina, of
1: Palm, South Carolina,
0: outside of Charleston. Oh,
1: nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, when CPA in October would be the next one after that, right? Uh,
1: for me and you, yes. For company, no.
0: We got people going where Kansas. We've
1: yes, Kansas because Mark's going to that one. We've got a Symbia. Um, is also in October, yeah. but that's Vegas, baby.
0: Well, Vegas will happen. They'll just have to be a mask. We went to yeah. HEMS and uh, last HEMS week. verified vaccination status. You couldn't go in unless yeah. you were vaccinated. And of course, Vegas is, um, is mask. Vegas
1: has gone back to mask mandate. I, and
0: we didn't get COVID, so.
1: And that's that. good.
2: <laughs> that. That's good. That's a big, I mean, HEMS is a pretty big show.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it was thinner it was thinned than down normal. about half. I think they had a lot of retailers that canceled the last minute, so. Yeah. You um, saw
1: a lot of um, unmanned booths where they still had somebody set up there. Yeah,
0: scan our QR code, learn more about us, sorry we're not here. Kind they of have thing. an
1: iPad with a, a
0: virtual
2: uh, Zoom meeting with, with no, the rest? No, just really
0: had no, to just it a, was, kind it of a a, set up.
1: It was a 20 by 20 booth and it had like a 10 to 12 foot tall um, oh, that was Cisco. thing and it was like feature, feature, we do this, we do this, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, QR code. And that was it. Huh. Nobody in the booth.
2: What um, and, and this is probably good for pharmacy owners, but also I'm interested just as a supplier, how, how have you guys navigated the the virtual trade shows? Because we personally haven't had a, a ton of
0: success. Our position is we don't do them. Our virtual trade shows our website. www.pioneers.com. That's right. So uh, I mean
1: that <laughs> and and Facebook is a nice little virtual kind of bump and so just social media period um i have not heard anything positive speaking to other vendors um yeah yeah
0: and some people may do virtual content right when you're at the when you're at physically at a place and you you're between content you go to the trade show you check it out and you kill time when you're at home you go to the restroom and go make your dinner and go do your other yeah. things you have to do so
1: have your glass of wine and you sit there and TikTok. Yep.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we haven't uh matter of fact we I think we even we didn't even try. I think we knew that from from talking to some people who had um been already and and it's they go virtual, we're like, yeah, no, just roll our money until next year. And
1: even a really good point to that, there was a virtual conference that we were supposed to go to in Germany. Right. And it was a marketing conference. And I'm so ashamed to admit this. Um Partially is because i have just crazy busy and I have not had time to, you know, they sent me the virtual content, the videos, and I've, I've saved them in a folder. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it tonight. And it's like, then the kids come up with something or projects. So I still have not it's watched tough. those.
2: Yeah. What, one thing that we did was um, we took some of the funds that we would have allocated towards trade shows. And we actually put together content and had a CE developed, which it's our first CE. In, that was a good idea. 15 years and nice. so you know whether or not there's those trade shows everyone's looking for content and continuing education yep. mm-hmm. so we came out with a pediatric adherence ce that we sponsored wow. and um you know it ties in how flavoring can be part of the solution
0: there what a great idea so why didn't we amazing. come out with a ce
1: why didn't we think <laughs> Look at that?
0: that so was it well attended was that good um, I mean, it, we just released it
2: probably three or four months ago, so um, we're still in getting the word out, and hopefully through anyone listening to this that uh, they might be interested in check it out. We'll send the links to you guys if you want to share that with your uh, your members. But
0: so, will you do something like that at Connect, where you do the CE version of that, or you think you're going to do more like your normal?
2: I uh, the goal is to get it certified for live CE. Okay, um, and okay. I, it's not something that I would. I don't think I'm allowed to do, do that. CE, so think- that's true. So if, you know, we can talk offline and, and talk about some other folks in the industry that might be uh, willing or interested to uh, yeah. present on that topic. Yeah. But I think that would be a nice pivot when we do get back to Connect is, you know, take a little break from the, the marketing and biz. We do have, have it on the schedule. We got See the you Wow. All
0: right. So excited. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, that that's I mean trade shows. We haven't shows. connected
0: two years at that point. This will yeah. be
1: three years later, which is why we're. I was playing around with the team yesterday. It was, it's, it's reconnect. Let's reconnect. So having some fun there. Um, yeah, so we've. I've really missed trade shows because I miss you know seeing all of y'all's wonderful smiley faces and hearing about your kids on the trade show floor and what's new with you guys, product and everything.
0: I want to be where the people are.
1: I do too. I also want to be in the bottom of the ocean yeah that's three, true with that's 3 true true too. psi that, on my that, back that's perfect but um no do you like- scuba dive
2: i have not scuba'd uh plenty of snorkeling over the years yep. but uh yeah that's something i would love to just Got put to a few it. days towards getting uh accredited and
0: yep you get gotta do it, it. yeah Marsha two years ago hawaii i guess maybe three years ago hawaii just snorkeling, and she was seeing the little scuba people down there. And, like,
1: well, I kept trying to, I want to be where the
0: people are. I got to be down there. I gotta, I gotta go down there. And she untethered from her deal and tried to swim down there, and she couldn't stay for a like, I'm was, coming back and I'm getting certified.
1: Yeah. I was free diving and, and came back, and Mark's like, What do you want for your birthday? And I was like, Pay for my certification. I want to be. Certified diver.
0: (laughs) And and I'm generally the sidekick on stuff like that. So I had to follow through. So, so, uh, Mark got it. Kelly got (laughs) it. not true. Was not true.
1: Because you were like, you know, you could die from this. Here's the statistics. You're trying to scare me out of it. I was like, yep, I know.
0: It's just what I do.
2: I'm thinking the next reconnect is going to be an under the sea theme now. Just (laughs) hearing the enthusiasm. (laughs) You can have a little mermaid booth. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff can be the crab,
1: Sebastian, whatever. yes yes
0: yeah no
1: (laughs) come back here you can't do that it's dangerous that is so him yes thank you
0: so here we are so all right so what um any new stuff coming up i know a couple years ago y'all introduced the machine right yep that would mix this stuff for you
2: Yes, uh, that's been a, a, a great hit. Um, it's really been a, a huge catalyst. We, we had to make flavoring effortless. And um, in the manual sense, when we first introduced 20 years ago, it just time was our enemy, and especially in today's world. So streamlining the dispensing workflow and introducing custom flavoring into digital reconstitution, um, we've seen flavoring rates go from, you know, one or two a week to five to ten a day. And um I think at the other end of COVID coming out of this, we're seeing huge opportunity to attract that next generation of young families in the community Mm -hmm. and and really separate yourself from the the pharmacy across the street. And one of the easiest ways to build that relationship and trust with them is in this acute sense, when they've got that first Tamiflu saying, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, what's your child's favorite flavor? You know, we can make this bubble gum for you. So, um, I think everyone's going to be competing with those omni-channel, you know, how do we get the script into the customer's hands, but acute meds and, and liquid antibiotics are still one of those, I'm going to the pediatrician and I'm going right to the pharmacy to get my script. That's still an in-person visit.
0: We should do a blog on our how to open a pharmacy that talks about the flavoring um as an angle of making sure hey if you open a retail pharmacy make sure you start doing this from the beginning right and and when you open doing four scripts a day make sure you're getting out there and 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 canvas the pediatricians in the area and say hey just let you know we do this in case somebody doesn't because some of these rural areas people don't do this
1: i'm going to take it a step further so now you're talking about a blog that yes specifically caters to flavor x Love it, amazing. You're talk, but you're talking about catering to the children.
0: Well, you're you're talking about an angle to make sure you do this when you open it.
1: Yeah, make sure you do this. Make sure you do some kind of adherence packaging for um, either a specific age group or, or
0: right. Yeah, that you have a manual, some type of manual, some
1: kind of manual, but that's kind of like, in
0: a hey, here's some must dos. Because I don't think what's the you know if I'm starting off a brand new pharmacy, I may not be to need to buy the big machine to start with. What am I? What am I cost starting off? with?
2: Uh, if you're looking just to start with manual flavor bottles and our marketing materials, you're looking at about $500. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So $500. And,
2: and I mean, we'll, we'll give you the marketing materials to take to those pediatricians. Um, and I think educating them that you have this service that you're working together to, uh, make medicine time less stressful for those patients. I mean, that's, that's a win.
0: It's just time and time again, we're on these and the, the difference of success between we're finding our pharmacies who are killing it and the ones that aren't or they're connected to their community, right? And so if I open a pharmacy, don't mail your stuff out. Go visit the pediatrician. Get in the door and say, hey, we opened up a new pharmacy. It's right down the street from you, and we flavor. And here's some stuff. Can I put – hey, can I put my cards besides your GoodRx card here? I don't – I don't, yeah. you don't have wow. to take it away, but but can I put my cards here? Don't take theirs. Hey, I'm independent. They're not. And, and maybe even have a business card that has a, a different card that has a kid feel to it. You know, have a different business card that I put in a pediatrician's office than I would put into my other, you know, something that feels Yeah,
2: uh, we've suggested to folks in the past putting a business card with, you know, we'll give you the, um, you can download some of the flavoring images. But a free flavoring a free on your next prescription, that on a card is a great thing to actually measure and track where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. From. Or- no, that's great.
1: Add it in Pioneer that when you ask them what is their communication preference, what is your flavor preference?
0: I love that idea of uh, we just got to help them in any way we can. We, we've got a, a, a page on our website that's how to open a pharmacy that goes through a lot of steps. It's very uh, probably the number one or two uh, search results for that. Lots of people go there when they're looking to open a pharmacy, and I um, I think that yeah, would be we a should cool probably, thing to add. We should
1: definitely add a, on a, you know, things you must have,
0: yeah. I think it's a must.
1: Great starter kits. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll give a plug for GRX and I've, I've had a lot of collaborations with Nicole McClure and I know you guys have done um, mm-hmm. some episodes with, with them yep. as well. I mean the marketing side and the business development side of, of starting a pharmacy is, is probably one of the most underrated because you know, you can have oh, all the clinical services and everything else, but do you know how to get that message in, right. into the community? And, um, it's it just takes a different way of thinking to get out there if you're not getting those scripts coming in you got to go out there and you know find them
0: yeah I wish I was on another one I, I it makes me angry that that you know the the big boxes have kind of co-opted the community pharmacy word you know initially community pharmacy meant hey, The person who owns that pharmacy lives in the community because, you know, then you could say things like, hey, you know, community pharmacy without the community piece is nothing, right? You got to get out in the community. You got to get out in the community. Now, independent pharmacy sounds like we're independent. You got to stay by yourself. I don't know. know, It's just, this is, I wish we could find a new word. We need to, I need to thesaurus it and see what can I think of for
2: we we like trying to use the the phrase of positioning your pharmacy as the health and wellness destination but the timing of this conversation is great because JD Power just came out again with their you know guest satisfaction and year after year it's yep. you know the the top 3 on that list are always the independent groups and the bottom 3 are the the you know some of the biggest in the in the country and so um to be the best but to not have the awareness that you are the best it's it's you know, this conundrum that we're we're trying to solve for. So um
0: so what's um all right, so we we're talking about we we got on the machine and then we got distracted. And and we have the uh the pet med, the pet flavoring stuff, which is super cool. I think we should try to do a blog on that as well because I think there are a lot of our pharmacies that are trying so to do that. So after the
1: uh the bacon press release fiasco, is there gonna be a bacon flavor yeah, for kids?
0: <laughs> I've tried it. Uh
2: actually fun <laughs> I tried, was it wasn't good. I tried. Was, you know, <laughs> not for humans. It's uh, not good it's, for it's humans. <laughs> When when you hear the word bacon, you expect that like crispness and that it just in a liquid form, it it doesn't just really expectation hit the mark. Doesn't, for, doesn't... For
1: so it's more it should have been more of an April Fools' press release, a really bad April Fools' press release.
2: <laughs> if if you do come up here for a meeting, uh, I will tell you not to leave your coffee and and get up and walk away because that's often uh, a couple drops of that will uh, will ruin your morning.
0: Where so. where are you at? We're in Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, so, right, Maryland. Right in between Baltimore and DC. Okay. Yeah, we've talked about having a, a connect in
2: um, in Baltimore. We uh we can give you some ideas if you ever want to look into that.
0: So, so what's next? So that was like I keep, I've been trying to get to this for like ten minutes. What's coming next for you guys next year? We got we got something cool, some new machine, some.
2: Yeah, actually. So this was what's coming now was uh, the last uh, year because we didn't have. The, the flavoring sales we also came up I don't know if you can see that on there this is our rainbow dose syringes okay and so okay. we were trying to find other commodities ripe for disruption I don't know that syringes are really uh, you know that innovative but um, most pharmacies will hand out a, a clear or a white syringe to customers with their medication We said you know what why not have some fun with this and try and get it to match the the flavor? Most of our flavorings – actually, all of our flavorings are dye-free. So at least if the the syringe that you're administering is colored and kind of coordinates with that flavor.
0: So this is a syringe that puts it in the kid's mouth so they don't drink it? Is that what the deal is? Yep. Yep. You know what it needs? It needs a little flashy LED.
2: Oh, everything needs an LED. (laughs) I mean, mean, kids are up at 2 in the morning needing their medicine. You can you can uh, find it real quickly. I am a sucker for anything that lights up also. I am so, too. I don't uh, know what from... that is
0: about humans that we just like, it lights are like, ah, oh, you know.
1: Lights. Yeah. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. most adults flock to Vegas.
0: Maybe so. That, a lot of lights.
1: Yep. And
2: and that's why uh, flies flock to the,
0: the fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a product about taking pills easier too. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I was going to come back to that cuz Marcia you said something about that earlier. We we have that Pill Glide product which I don't have right behind me, but um it's a flavored glycerin spray. Um we have it in strawberry flavor and uh-huh. that is designed to coat the capsules and tablets, a lot of vitamins and supplements that are, you know, horse pills. Um Yeah. It'll uh
0: That's a great make idea. that whole process. Where is easier. where is that marketed? Is that like OTC?
2: It is. Yeah, and we it actually does well in independent pharmacies where you have a relationship and you know which customers have complained about swallowing large pills. Um, if you just stick it on the shelf in the compliance tools section, you know people might walk past
0: it and, and not give it a second thought. Well, but... and
1: maybe that should be a flag in Pioneer. Well, that's what
0: I was about to ask him. Do you do you have a list of NDCs that are big pills? We do. Yep. And, you know, metformin
2: is another big one. I mean, some some could be tied to taste or smell of the pill and some could just be tied to the
0: size. Because we could do the same thing. Didn't didn't we do a prompt at the we, point of sale? We for did one flavoring? at the
1: point of sale for flavoring. Why don't we do the same
0: thing and make for it available pills. for horse pills where somebody could have where it would recommend uh, and we can let people know, hey, this thing's out there.
2: Well, if you do your show in Baltimore, where we've got the Preakness, maybe horse pills will be
0: our theme of our booth. <laughs> <laughs> horse pills.
2: Yeah, no, but I think that would be cool. I don't know yeah. what, what's the
0: price point. What's it? What's it usually uh, wholesale? I mean, uh, retail at?
2: Uh, it usually retails uh, between six ninety nine and seven ninety nine. There's a couple hundred sprays in each bottle. Um, we're selling it online through Amazon right now. Um,
0: How's and, it doing there?
2: Um, it it. there's there's waves there's there's times where you know people will get it and they'll be hooked on it and you know they will reorder regularly
1: and then they're healthy and then they don't yeah because i if anytime i get an antibiotic and it's like
0: oh you would be all over that
1: i'm i'm like i've got the pill cutter and i'm like topping that thing up we will
2: send we'll send you
1: some
0: samples
2: you can be the testimonial
0: yeah, I have a, uh, I take lysine every day, and the the pill pills, pill's are, massive. Are, is just massive. It's it's hard to to do. I, I fortunately I found some capsules um, that are easier to swallow, but I might would have would have tried that instead. So.
1: Yeah, like even Tylenol, I get the candy coated. And we
0: should do a blog on that too. There's really yeah. cool ideas. Those are cool things people don't know that are out there. Mm-hmm. Do what's the penetration on the uh, the glycerin spray? Um, I mean that
2: is probably. Oh God, we probably introduced that seven or eight years ago. Um, so it, it's it's now steady with online sales primarily mm-hmm. being the the main driver, and a lot of independents that will keep it right next to the register. Yep. But um, the some of the, the mass merchants and and other chain drug stores, um, it, it just
0: we get a list of stores you would you be able to say what stores of ours have yeah. that by the register so that we can yep. use them to try the little the prompt and see if that moves it faster
1: and, and i don't think we i mean I know we have you're you're listed on our website as one of our connected vendors but i don't think we have the spray listed do we for the adult flavoring
0: yeah we need to get that we that's need a to get that idea.
1: added on there too and there's more
0: there's just wait there's more right because you didn't what? know what it looked like <laughs> yeah what really um you could do that as a like kids pill kids pill swallowing trainer.
2: It's a great yeah. I did that with my own kids. Yep. So
0: imagine a version of that that's very kid. I don't know what you didn't have the product that what it looks like. But imagine a version of that that looks very kid friendly, very like you know ladybugs He's on looking it, for or, it. Oh yeah. Going okay, back there to the it is. the yeah. flavors. But this whole concept, like it's a pill trainer, right? Trying to get your kids to learn well, how to swallow pills. Well, no, no, we to it up.
1: Now you're hitting an age group. So if it's, a Satan, if it's this age group, so they're no longer getting the liquid medications. Hey, your eight-year-old's been prescribed this tablet. Can he take tablets? Uh-huh. Okay, well, then you ne- we let's try this slavery. Because
0: I think if the kids did that starting off taking their pills, they'd be always like, Where's my flavor spray? <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be there would be 8-year-old to 18-year-old, maybe mine to 27-year-old. They'd be like, yeah, I'm not. I learned how to swallow pills with the flavor spray. Can I have oh, the I flavor know. spray?
1: Because, like, the chocolate syrup doesn't always work. And,
0: you know, prednisone? Nasty. That if, like, any of that prednisone touches is, if that touches it's, your tongue, it's it nasty. is so horrible.
1: But you're it's like, like,
0: why don't you coat this pill?
1: It's super tiny, though, so it's easy to take.
0: I don't know. You just have to be, please, you're, you're like, you're like, can I, like, Flick it, you know, please don't let it touch my tongue. So we,
2: uh, an old, well, two old tricks that we used to uh, recommend for that type of scenario. If, if you got something that's really bitter that is going to stick around for a while, um, white grape juice is a nice chaser to okay. kind of clean, cleanse the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, there's little like icy pops where you can get 500 of them for a dollar. Oh, yeah. If you numb the taste buds, just like eat half of one of those oh, and then good. take that we pill. We have the and ones then with then orange, vodka.
1: Orange juice is a good chaser. <laughs> Yeah, the, so moji- the, little, the mojito. Vodka, and pop, the vodka, mojito pop.
0: That's a great idea. Numb your tongue. We, we
1: found some adult chaser <laughs> ice pops that we've been enjoying this summer. Well, in the normally pool.
0: they're horrible, but these you found these some. Were they were really, really good.
1: good. Yeah, I found orange juice is a good chaser for like some of the big vitamins too. Who, Although I don't there's know. some medications that are
0: prednisone. Just,
1: I like when they put me on prednisone. It's like, all right, inappropriate happiness. Here I come.
0: Yeah, no. One of the side effects they list for prednisone is inappropriate happiness. Like, okay. <laughs> so you're happy for no reason.
1: Yeah. It, it is a very fun week. And when I get put on prednisone, not this week, I'm just fun period, but just it's, it's, it's a whole nother level. It's very inappropriate. <laughs> and just like, you shouldn't go anywhere. Just sit right here. Just there. sit down.
0: <laughs> I think so. just the, the I think there's a placebo effect going on there, really.
1: That that's always had maybe a little bit of the the extra giggly side effect, and I'm like, I'm feeling better. This is great. And then he reads that, and I was like, that explains it.
2: That's I think yes, you're just extra the, giggly. That's the anyway. secret sauce before trade show season.
0: So have y'all the, been on yeah. vacations? Did y'all, uh, you know, we uh, we revenged a vacation like the rest of the world, right?
2: Yeah. Where where'd you guys head
0: to? Uh, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. With, with the other, with the other half of the rest of the world.
2: Yeah. Did, uh, did you guys have to have like the, the testing to to go between islands? Well, we only,
1: we only went to one island, but we had to provide our vaccine card. We had to provide a negative COVID test within 24 to 48 hours of getting of, of our flight landing. Right. Um, and then stand in a really long line while they checked all of our... Yeah, and
0: it, and it did it on an app. When they approved you and checked you, there was an app. And in mm-hmm. and, and several places, you had to show it. Like, they wouldn't let you rent a car unless you just yeah. showed that you had, that had, you know, and if for some way you had crept, snuck on the island, you, you couldn't rent a car without it, so...
2: I did just see some headlines of just, you know, some major fines. And I don't even know if jail time was a part of it, but for people that are falsifying documents that are flying and saying oh, that wow. they're vaccinated, but they're not.
0: and Yeah, I saw we, some uh, people tried to falsify their vaccine cards in Hawaii and they caught them.
1: I didn't see that.
2: So actually, um, I just kind of put this up as a you know, an idea on LinkedIn, but, um, looking for new business, you know, Albertsons and Walmart just partnered with, uh, United Airlines. So if you get a rapid test there, they automatically send it to the airline mm-hmm. database. So that, oh, nice. that's your, your proof. But, um, you know, if, if people are going to weddings and things like that, you know, looking to partner with le- local wedding planners, just to say, I can be a resource if you, you know, bride and groom want, you know, rapid oh, test yeah. or something like that beforehand. Yeah, you know, it's just just a thought. But um, we were supposed to be. We had back to back weddings that were in Rhode Island one week, and then in Vale, Colorado, the next week. And the kids weren't invited to either of them, but we were going to bring them along and make that the vacation. Okay. But um, my youngest is not yet old enough to get vaccinated, and right. we just. Mm. The, there were other signs that we we had a white water rafting trip that was planned and the, between the drought and wildfires that got mm-hmm. canceled oh, and wow. it was just, yeah, the world was just telling us, you know, take, take Aww. this one off. So yeah. we, just went to, we went to the beach in Ocean City, Maryland, and we made the most of it.
0: What's the beach like in Ocean City, Maryland?
2: Um, it, it varies. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's some interesting sightseeing. Um, you know, there's. The beach itself is pretty nice but uh you know the closer you get to the boardwalk it gets pretty congested and right. then the further further north you go it's it's a bit more spread out. I like to uh, I'm a big frisbee thrower so I like to nice. have some space to uh throw with
0: the kids. Do you play frisbee golf? Uh
2: not as much golf as uh, some of my friends from college but I did play ultimate in college and Oh
0: yeah. We used to do that when the when the uh back when pioneer was young and we could do fun things. Um, back when we were just building it, we would have uh, Geek in the Park Day, when all the programmers would go to. It, the,
1: it would be, um, and like, we'd play
0: Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, with a bunch of programmers. We
1: would, the pro, we'd get the all the programmers to actually leave their computers at lunch and um, have. Um, I'd pick up food, and they just eat, have lunch, and play frisbee. When there was and and back then, when there was like only twelve programmers too. It was, it was, it was an easy to manage. Now it's, it's, there's too many of them.
2: That was my question. What are you guys up to? I mean, I know your the growth has exploded with Pioneer.
1: As far as innovating during COVID, um, as soon as the pandemic hit and it was, um, you know, how do you help manage patients as far as the messaging, um, outside of if they don't have an app or have the app. And then, um, uh, deliveries, making that, uh, the delivery app, curbside, um, curbside, helping with all of that. So,
0: and then how in the world do you vaccinate a thousand people a week, right? And enter that in you, if you think about it, it takes five minutes to enter in a new patient, enter in the vaccine stuff and five minutes times a thousand is staff you didn't have. I mean, I'm getting text messages and emails at two o'clock in the morning. We got to have help, 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 help. And, and uh, so there are a lot of retooling and trying to come up with the, with the vaccine importer that made that and a pop-up form that made it faster. Uh, we drove it down uh, quite a bit. So, so kind of retooling in that area.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, on that note, have you guys done any blogs or, or put out any content on? staffing hiring and retention because i mean this is kind of unprecedented in, in how difficult it is to not only hire but just retain yeah. good people during I, this I don't time. think we have
0: no, i mean i don't, I don't know not. if the pharmacies have had a lot of trouble hiring and retaining people we've been okay as far as pioneers concerned
1: but yeah that'd be interesting is maybe to talk to a few of our pharmacists and see you what, know what
0: problems they might have had i know medical medical struggles. like hospitals have had problems i'd yeah. I haven't heard of pharmacy having problems, but just because I haven't heard from it doesn't mean I haven't been to that right. many trade shows. You know, we went to Florida.
1: Um, went to Florida Pharmacy Association in July. And
0: that was about it for pharmacy yeah. trade show. So,
2: yeah, I know, I know it's uh, a big challenge right now and uh, have heard plenty of stories from some of our customers of just, you know, competitors just coming in, flashing thousands of dollars saying, Come, come with me right now. We need, we need you, and we'll give you this signing bonus. So,
0: well, I think you saw in the country, people, business. When business goes down, and it does that because there's a bubble, and the stock market crashes or whatever. And this with COVID, people lay off their borderline people, right? They don't lay off the good people. You get the good people, you hold on to them. You figure out how to pay them. You lay off your average and below average people, and then when things come back, you decide, hey, we made it without them. Or you try to hire better people. And so I, I think there are a lot of people out there. They're just not – a lot of them just aren't the right people. And you look at the U.S. productivity numbers are off the charts, right? So so what American companies are doing with less people today is way more than what they were doing before. And you've, you've seen that when we have every stock market crash, things about these crisis, we come out, and we're better, leaner, um, more told to what we need to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think the, the, the only – scare in the back of the head is what what will burnout look like in you know the next six to 12 months from those people that have been you know doing double workload or whatever it might be and automation is also a big part of that bringing in some things to yep you know streamline some of the the workflows well chris we are running out of time
1: oh wow it's it's already been an
0: hour it's been a pleasure just kind of just burned through that and uh we uh miss getting to see you and it was a nice getting to connect you here i hope we get to see you here real soon and Oh, you're not going to go to you're you're having somebody else from your group go to NCPA. So yeah,
2: yep. You can look for Kevin. That yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe PDS
0: one. would be our next opportunity to see you. Are are you the PDS guy?
2: Uh, I love PDS. It's a, a great show to collaborate with the, some of the, the the thriving independents that are mm-hmm. out there and, and kind of um, you know forward thinking folks. So oh, that's yeah. one I I like to try and. Get
0: to thank you for all you do and the cool products that you have and uh thank you for the relationship you have with us over over the years and we're looking forward to more of those in the future
1: thank you yeah, so, much, so Chris. much guys i appreciate it
0: all right great seeing all right. You. All right. Bye. bye
1: thank you for watching the catalyst pharmacy podcast
0: if you enjoyed today's episode please like subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcast give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts to help us reach more pharmacy professionals like you